0: Uh-huh. Ravosai parashas vahira, Kvaldika, Kvaldika parashas, it's great for joining us on this wonderful Friday morning. So I'm going to keep you long today, just some interesting horrors, fascinating insights into this Kvaldika Pasha that we have. Try to get some direction over here, try not to forget some of the things I wanted to mention. So there's some main news which we'll get to in a minute, but uh, before we get there, just a couple of things. So we'll start in the beginning, almost the beginning, Pervov. Vav, Zayin. Go through some of the four L'shoiners. He says, you know, people are always impressed with the big miracles. You know, something big happens, like, wow, that's incredible. That's like something unbelievable. They tend to forget the small little things, right? And that's basically... What's happening over here, says the Chassam As he points out, he said, "Lemaisa, we know that they left Mitzrayim on Pesach, right? The Gemara, Rosh Hashanah, Dafinalef, tells us that they stopped working already, Rosh Hashanah, right? Before that, before already the Pesach. But just there were many people that uh, thought that it's just a coincidence, meaning maybe Parai changed his heart. <coughs> Therefore, that explains this pasuk over here. That makes no mention. Says so like some sofer of the recognition of the people recognizing that the rabbanis shelolam did something over here. That this rabbanis is Yad Hashem. Only later on, when they actually left Mitzrayim, oh, now we realize it's the rabbanis shelolam. Meaning only when you realize the big miracles, oh, now we actually came out of Mitzrayim. Oh, that's when we recognize Hashem. Sometimes we forget and we fail to recognize just the small things. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. When you sign a paper of insurance, it will say to you, that's you want to insure your factory, your house, your work. Who knows? Whatever it may be. So you'll, you'll, you'll sign everything and it will say over there that we insure for everything apart from... I think they call it, you know, natural, uh, natural disasters. Meaning, if for example there's a hurricane, or there's a tornado, or there's an earthquake, this we don't, you know, this we don't do anything, right? So a natural disaster. But they, they, they do for rain, or for a little bit of wind, or for the sun shining, that's fine. Because, unfortunately, the way that people think is only when it's something big, oh, that's Hashem doing something to us. But the natural thing that goes on in our lives is, is is just the nature, and therefore we're going to try and recognize that some Sofa, every single thing that the Rebbe gives us in our lives. The Dubnemaget, the, the, the first ten Makos didn't really make a difference. They didn't end up going out or anything. So That's changed. what you're saying. They you notice even the small things that led us to the actual Gola. early says He says we know that from this that I just mentioned, Zion and Ches. it involves talks of Dalad L'shainis, the Paulus Shainis of Redemption, and from that we drink four cups of wine on Pesach. Says the Dubna Magid. why do we need the foolish shyness? Why do we need the Rabbeinu Shalalim in the Torah to specify with such tremendous detail of how the Rabbeinu Shalom is going to take us out? Says the Dubna Magid. unbelievable thing. He says, imagine if a person builds a house, right? Somebody builds you a house, he's the contractor, he's the builder of the house. And in the middle of the building work, you come to him and say, excuse me, sir, what have you done so far? Where are you holding the building work? He says, Listen, you have to understand, I have built the foundations already. I put in some of the major beams of the house. I've even prepared the shell with a, about four or five windows. That's what I've done. When you finish, when he's finished building the house, you say to him, No, what have you done for me? He so said, look at this, I'll build you a house. He doesn't tell you, I've done the eight windows, he doesn't tell you I've done the roof, and the drainage system, because once it's complete, I've done the whole thing. That's what has happened over there. He doesn't use so much detail. Says the dubna Maggi. The Mishnah wanted to use so much detail over here to show Moshe Rabbeinu that it's not the Guala Shlema, we're in the middle. And therefore he's telling us every small, tiny detail to show us that this is not the Guala Shlema. There will be a Ghoulish Shlema, but we're still in the the process of getting to that thing says, If you look inside your homage, you'll find this inside. Why did they not listen to Moshe? Literally translated, ad from a shortness of breath and from the hard work. Now that we understand from the hard work, they didn't listen to Moshe because my gosh, we're looking so hard. Moshe made chill out. But what's this? So first of all, why did they not listen to so, Surab Yaakov Kamenetsky, an embassy Yaakov, says that Avada, they really believed that Parai could not act so cruelly unless it was a Wapi Hashem. There's no way that Parai can do what he did to us unless Hashem told him to do so. But now that Parai came along and said, who is Hashem that I should even listen to him? Oh my gosh. So now, all of a sudden, they were scared, and they were if They gave up from the geula because power wasn't even listening to Hashem to begin with. So, so, if Yaakov, that's one reason why they didn't believe him. But I'll tell you a fascinating idea. Fascinating idea. Why didn't they believe Moshe Rabbeinu? So, I'm sure all of you are familiar with the Rashbam. The Rashbam says of what's going on in there. He says they were suffering from such hard work as a result of what Moshe did. By asking Paray before they didn't believe him, says the Ralbag. No, says the Ralbag. He's Cholek on the Rashbam, and he says the Kinyan Shem I say in the morning. <laughs> this is Gavaldik. The Ralbag is Cholek on the Rashbam, and he says no, that's not the Pshat. Listen to his Pshat. He says it's not the Pshat. They didn't listen because they were out of breath. The reason, says the Ralbag, why they didn't listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, is because Moshe Rabbeinu, says the Ralbag, was suffering from short breath. What does that mean? Again, Lashon Apostol, we understand the being of Kalal Yisrael. Kalal couldn't breathe, he couldn't catch their breath, they were working so hard. They do not believe Moshe Rabbeinu. That's how the Rashbam explains it. The Rabbah says, no, that's not the Pshat. Says the Rabbah, the Pshat of the year is, is that originally the Rabbah told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Kalal that the ge'ulah is near. Moshe Rabbeinu came to Bnei Yisrael and told him, get ready, the ge'ulah is coming. What happened next? He went to Paro. Paro didn't listen. Now, it's the second time, a Kodesh Balfour tells Moshe Rabbeinu tell Khalil all right, we're going out of Egypt. So what happens? Over here, Moshe Rabbeinu, all of a sudden, wasn't so convinced. It didn't happen the first time. Who said it's going to happen now? He wasn't convinced that Parah was actually going to listen to him. And therefore, says the Ralbad, the Khalil didn't believe Moshe Rabbeinu. You know why? because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't believe in himself. Because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't believe in himself, he didn't believe it was so convincing, power is never going to listen to me, because he didn't last time. The Nela, that's the reason, that's the Mikot Ruach, says the the Rehoban. Let me just give you one last, house suffer on this Nakuda, if you're holding with us, we know there's a famous Kalbucho Yimeh, Ayin Rashi. There's a Kalvuchoimah that Moshe Rabbeinu said to Rabbi Nishalai Lam, Right? And we people ask him this Kalvuchoimah saying it's not good Kalvuchoimah. Clearly Saul so didn't listen because they have avoided kosher. But Parah is going to listen because there's no avoided kosher. Bad Kalvuchoimah. But according to the real bag, it's a very good Kalvuchoimah. Because if Kalvuchoimah so didn't listen to me, says Moshe Rabbeinu, because I don't, so, don't sound so convincing... Which is what happened last time So Kalpachoy Med Paroy Is also not going to listen to me Because I'm not so convincing So that is One of the inyonim over there Rabbi Yisrael That's a very very big Yisrael I want to move on Now If we look in Perek Perek Vah Pasuk You understood? Pasuk Chovzayin Hei Medabim El Parim Melech yeah. M'Tzayim Nehutzi Es B'nei Hu Moshe Va'Aroin Hu Moshe Okay Unbelievable Rabbi Yisrael Unbelievable Sometimes in the previous Pasuk, Pasuk chavov, who? Aaron or Moshe? Why do we put Aaron sometimes before Moshe? And why do we put Moshe before Aaron? What's the reason why we do that? So Rashi says it's to teach us that both Moshe and Aaron are equal. Then no, none of them are bigger than the other one Moshe is not bigger than Aaron which is Akasha because the K- 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 Torah tells us explicitly there's no novi that will ever walk the face of planet earth more, b- bigger than Moshe Rabbeinu so Moshe Rabbeinu was bigger than Aaron but Aaron was bigger in other things and says Rashi that's the reason why in Chavov Aaron is before Moshe and in Chavzain Moshe is before Aaron says Rav Chaim Briska it shows us it's not true it's a Gavald Gazakh comes from Rav Chaim Briska and says no each one is in its proper place Yet him die. So if you look at the Psukkim and you will see what I'm saying, and it's so beautiful. It's absolutely incredible. Says Ukhaim Briska, if you look, and Moshe Rabbeinu, in our mind was the greatest person in the getting out of Mitzrayim. But Aaron Kain lemaisa was the one that spoke to Paro. He was the spokesman. He was the he was the he was the person that spoke. Says Ukhaim Briska, look at the Psukim. It's absolutely unbelievable. When the Prosak is speaking about the Geulah, it puts Aaron first, <coughs> and when it speaks about talking to Paroch of Zion, it took it puts Moshe first. It switches the roles, Dafka, to show us that even though it's true, we know that Moshe was bigger in getting closer around, Aaron was bigger and talking. We switch them, to, specifically switch them to show us that they're both equal. Says Ruchan Biska, that's the Yisoy, which is the Gavaldig Yisoy. I want to move on to one of the most central themes in this week's Parashah, huh? and that is the Ha'legeram Ban the Ramban in this week's parasha the Ramban in this week's parasha is probably one of the most famous Rambans probably in Sefer Shemois and he says the stomach, everybody here asked Kasha. everybody even saw the Ramban as well what again did Parah do wrong? if the Rabbi Mishalola made Parah's heart hard, hard so what are you blaming Parah for? what are you punishing Parah for? He did it, the Shalom did it. He told us in the Psukim. The Shalom said, Don't worry, I'm gonna make his heart very hard. He will not listen to you. So why are you blaming Parai? Right, this is this is the Ramban over here. I'll give you one of one things that the Ramban himself says. He says he did it in order to punish because of all his other he wanted to really, really clack him with punishment. And if you wouldn't have hardened his up, I would have let him free. And therefore, Koshboh wanted to make sure no, 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 no. You are, I'm going to take away all past passages of Chuva in order that you don't do chuva, because I want to punish you anyway. And that was one reason that the Ramban says. the other thing the Ramban says, which I want to expound on, is the Ramban says, without quoting the whole Larshan, he says, if the Rabbanish would not have made Paris hard, 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 then Power would have let Kalal out, but it would not have been because of Yerush Hashem. It would have been because he could not have coped with all the Makkas. Get out of here. Just go, just go. No. So Rabbi Nishayim said, I'm going to make your heart so hard, you're going to be able to cope with the Makas, and therefore you're going to put the, you're going to eventually get them out, because you want to, because of Yeres HaShem. Revolver, when he discusses this, says it shows us the Gavadu yisoid of doing things Lishma, of doing things Lishim of doing things something for the Rabbi Nishayim. That's what the Ramban is telling us, is the secret of why the Rabbi Nishayim made made hard, heart. hard, was simply to make it, in, in order to have, Doing it because of the Rabbanishanim and it shows us and it teaches us as that all of our maisem should be Lishma, should be the shame the not for our personal interests, not because we want to get something or gain something from it, we do something over there. Another thing Rabbi I want to mention as well, all the Musa discussed this thing as well. Balimusa said, Ram. explained that um, even if Parah would have released us from, from being in Eved, we would have had our church at him. We would have a him. Now that the Rabbi Shalom made power's heart hard, power didn't redeem us, the Rabbi redeemed us. Says Rabbi Chaim Friedlander Zadzal, and many other Bali Musu as well, that it teaches us to so, use the proper chorus that we sometimes attribute our success or any success to this, that, or the other. But you have to realize it's the Rabbein Yishlolem. says Rabbein Friedlander and others as well. That's another reason why the Rabbein hardens Rabbein heart was to make sure that the Rabbein Yishlolem took us out. Not Paray. Because if Paray would have taken us out, we would have said the myself, we owe Paray something because he took us out of its rhyme. No, no, no. Paray didn't take us out of its rhyme. The Rabbein did. And therefore HaKar Yishlolem is channeled directly to only to the Rabbein And that's how really everything should be in our life. should always be channeled to the Rebbeinu Shel Olam. Let's move on, Rabbi Sides. I told I don't want to keep it too much this morning. I want to tell you another If you look at Zion, Peset Posuk Beis, Ah, the the you know sorcerers of Egypt did very similar to what Moshe was also saying. But the and this caused Parzaim's heart to be even harder because look, what's oh, the big deal? My guys can also do the same thing. I want to point out to an unbelievable MS Yaakov once again Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Uh, unbelievable! Listen to what he says. He says that the, the magicians of Mitzrayim did exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu was able to do. Also, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, why don't we have such magicians <coughs> nowadays? Why don't we have people that can also do magic like they could do in Mitzrayim? Where is it gone? Where is the koyach of the sorcerers and the magic gone to that we don't have these powers? Even with Shadim and D- D- you know uh, dibukim and all these things. We don't have such koichas. Where have they gone? Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky? asks, where have they gone nowadays? Where have these abilities gone? Listen to this. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. what's the reason why there are koichas of Kedush? When there's koichas of Kadush in the world, there has to be also a koich of tuma in the world to balance it out. Balance it out. If only the Yidin could do tricks, then there's no Bechira. And everyone know that the Rabbanish Shalim is the, the ruin of the world because only Kali could do certain tricks. So that when there's so much Kedusha, when there's Nevi'im, when there's people, when there's Urim when there's Nisim Glu'im in the world, then there has to be the opposite side. And that is the Goyim with their Kolech And that makes the Bechira. That's why power didn't believe and get so impressed with Moshe Rabbeinu's tricks. Because he had people doing the same thing. What's the big deal? So... You'll tell me what happened in Kinim, when the magicians couldn't do it, and they said, etzvilekim. So he explained why wasn't Paris so convinced? He said, because Paris said to himself, they're just saying that, as an excuse, right? They're just saying it's gone. He didn't want to admit that Moshe Rabbeinu was a bigger magician for him. But nowadays, says Rabbi Yaakov, since the kayach of Kedusha kayaches are gone, we don't have neveim, we don't have people that are able, we don't have a urmatumim, we don't have nisim Gluim, in the world, right? We don't have a baskol, we don't have Navim telling us the future. And once we don't have the koichas in Klarnishol, we don't need the koichas in the Tumma side also. Now, by the way, Mustama, all of you have been perplexed by the following Rambam. And understand it now, you can understand the Rambam. The Rambam, as we know, is famous to be in on all Shadim. He calls them Shekehim. Rambam. Imamish, the whole thing of Shadim and everything, it doesn't make sense, doesn't make, There's no thing, there's no koichas, Gunish. Vilmagoin in it brings down the Rambam and says knock him on his head because the Gemara is full of mices of have shamed him and everything else says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky I'll tell you Pshat in the Rambam that the Rambam was talking about in the days of the Gemara in the days of the Gemara when that the Pshat and the Rambam is that in the days of the Gemara, they had and they had Sadikim, they had Nisim Guluim. So, Memeila, the about of and Shadim. But the Rambam is talking about now that we don't have those things, that we don't have Shadim and everything else, because there doesn't have to be an opposite side. I hope the Oden were with me on that one, because that was a very, very beautiful idea. about a couple more things, and then you guys can get breakfast. I think the Chovetz Chaim. The Chovetz Chaim says in Periches Posit Asked the Chobbitz Chaim, how come over here, when Moshe Rabbeinu davened to the Rabbonishan to remove the frogs, right, it helps. But in Parashas Chukas, Parashas Chukas, by the Nechashim, by the snakes, when Moshe Rabbeinu davened to the Rabbonishan for help, right, to help the people to remove the killing of the snakes, the whole thing over there. And what happened over there? The Rabbonishan said, Give me an Eitzah. He said, Just look at the stick and you'll live. Says the Chobbitz Chaim, because for everything there's a remedy. Except for Lashon Hora. Because when a person speaks Lashon Hora, a person creates a kitruk that can never be removed. And therefore, and therefore it shows us that the kitruk stays with you and you cannot silence it. Since the danger of the snakes there came from the Ave of Lashon Hora, it didn't help when Moshe Abenu davened to remove it completely or when given had to give an Eitzah. over here and the Shaykh of Lashon Hora. And that's the reason over there. And I want to mention just two last things and that is number one in Parag Test oh, the Pasuk of Zion, the Pasuk tells us like this, okay, listen carefully, it's a good way the Pasuk says, All of a sudden, power admits, he's wrong, the Rabboni Shalom is right, you look at the Das, he says, asks the brings it why did Parah admit it by borrowed more than any of the other makas you know why says the because the Rebbein said bring all the animals inside and they will live Parah looks around after the makas borrowed and he says wow this is incredible look at the chesed Hashem look at how Hashem said I want you to save your money bring it inside and you'll be saved that chesed caused Parah to admit. It says the khadusha alay wa banag that the master the gadless of the dashpom confessed the banag that even Parah even Paray, was admitting after everything that that's what caused him to admit that the banag is true and ms because of khasad. He continues and says he brings a major shmesh rabba and he says another reason is because of the ms thing. Because the Rabboni Shalom told Moshe to tell Pari, if you do this, this will happen. And he looked that only the Egyptians were affected and the Klali's were not affected when he saw the Midas of Emes. That also helped him. What's that? Someone asked Pari, what made you change your mind? That's what the das Kingdom says. That's what the Medrash says. Says the Chedusha Alev. People are running around doing Kiruv and they're trying to do Kiruv to Kiruv Rechoykin. People want to have the Derech, And they have all sorts of Eitzes, how to do it, how to speak to them. Says the Chedusha Alev, which were unbelievable, you this we see that got power to admit that the ravonish Nishonim is Emes through Chesed Hashem and through the Emes Hashem. Those two midas stars Balotosis and the Medrash that tell us and point us out, show us that that is what brings a person to that core of the ravonish Nishonim. And let me end with one last thing that we mentioned already this week as well. On the Fall is showing, Pinkus brings this into Feri He brings the Yalkud that says, Omar of there are four things that the skhus of Klaali's song coming out of its shrine. And one of them was... They didn't change their language. Says Rav Shimon Pinkus, the changing of the language doesn't mean they spoke Yiddish. It could be they spoke Jewish language. they call called Yes, but it means they didn't change the way they speak like the Goim. They didn't influence them what the Goim were doing and the way they're speaking and how careful we have to be not to be influenced by the Goyish language to make sure that we ourselves have the Geula. And as we mentioned, if you remember, I think it was on Tuesday morning, maybe it was Wednesday morning, we mentioned. The gevul de and we'll end with this: the moshe that he brings of a barrel, a barrel full of beautiful, clear geschmacker wine. I want to drink this wine. So I open up the faucet at the tap, but the problem is that the faucet at the tap is dirty, mulchlach, it's disgusting. As the wine comes out, it gets dirty and it comes out dirty, even though in the barrel is beautiful. Says Roshampinkus, we can have so much Torah within us, so much beauty within us. But if our <laughs> mouths are dirty, then when it comes out, it gets dirty with it. Whereas, says Rosh Pinkus, when you have a barrel full of just regular water, plain, clear water, and the tap, the faucet, has got a full of a nice smell, or a nice color, or a nice taste, something. And as it comes out, it gets that beautiful taste, color, or smell. Same thing with us. Even if we're not molitaira. At the end of the day, if it comes out from a mouth that's clean, then the words that are uttered have so much more. And that was the reason of Gorilla then, and that's going to be, Be'ezah Hashem, the reason of our Gorilla, the Rabbani should give us all. See you Have a wonderful Shabbat.